welcome to another episode of Us Anxious Folk. It has been a little while since I have done an episode. Um, I do apologize for that. I took a little bit of a break. I transitioned from full-time work to uh, casual work, although (laughs) I've actually worked more casually than I was when I was working full-time, so go figure. Um, But... Today's episode is all about menstrual cycles and how relieving myself of the shame around my menstrual cycle really helped with my anxiety, my toilet anxiety, um, and my connection to my body, which is especially useful if, you know, you are somebody with panic disorder who has a pretty poor connection to your own body. Um, And just in general, you know, being a woman who grew up in the 90s and the 2000s, my connection to my body wasn't great. Um, So if you are interested in this episode, please keep listening. So I'm coming to you today from my lounge room and it is pouring outside I'm in my pyjamas and I have candles lit and I've just had the slowest, nicest morning. (laughs) So I hope wherever you are is cozy as well. Um, But yeah, so let's get into it. I've been wanting to talk about this topic for quite a while, uh, but I wanted to kind of have time to talk about it properly. And I really want to start at the beginning um, because I think that it's really important to sort of get you know, the sense of where I was with periods from, from, you know, back when I was a kid even. So my first memory of periods is when my older sister got her period for the first time. And I remember it was one day when, uh, my dad and my mum were standing outside of my sister's bedroom and, she had the door closed and she was crying and it was all like very hush hush and weird and I remember going up to mum and dad and being like what's going on what's wrong with Courtney and uh dad mumbled something and mum said something about her getting her period and I had no idea what that meant but just judging by the way that everyone was acting I remember thinking okay so that's obviously not something good (laughs) And I just went on my merry way (laughs) and that was the most that I thought about that. But then um, obviously as then I started um, high school and um, that kind of thing got a bit older, we started learning more about periods. And honestly, I can't remember if we learnt a lot in school about them. I think that during sex ed we learnt a little bit, but I feel like I'd already started my period by that point. So maybe it was a bit late on that they taught us all of that. But there really wasn't a lot taught to us about women's bodies or even men's bodies in in that respect. I remember no one ever really spoke to me about my body, about what was going to happen to my body. Um, God bless my (laughs) mum. I love my mum. She's amazing. Um, But for whatever reason, we didn't talk about that kind of stuff when I was younger and I remember the way that she approached it with me was that she put a book in my room about puberty and I have always been an avid reader so I knew straight away that there was a new book on my shelf that I hadn't yet read. I noticed it straight off the bat and I 
pulled it down off the shelf and I remember flipping through it and thinking, oh my God, because there was, you know, naked diagrams in there. And it was written in like a really cartoony sort of way. Um, You know, it wasn't like a serious sex ed book, but it was still, you know, it had like a diagram of a vagina. And like, I just remember thinking, oh my God, and like not wanting to know, not wanting anyone to know that I'd read it. Um, but yeah, so I learned a little bit from that, but then I remember getting my first period. And when I did, I didn't tell my mum that I'd started getting my periods. Um, because like I said, it wasn't something that we spoke about and I didn't know how to approach the topic. Um, so my sister was the first person that I told. She was actually quite helpful in, um, you know, teaching me how to use tampons properly and all that kind of thing because I honestly had no idea and the diagrams in the little tampon packet really didn't help either. Um, And I think it was a good six months or so before I even told my mum and the way that I told her was that I was flipping through the junk mail one day and I said really like under my breath, I was like, mum, the next time you're at the shop, can you please pick up some pads and tampons? Thank you. <laughs> and that was what I said. And she was like, yep. Okay. And then they just appeared with the next grocery shop. So it really, it just wasn't, it wasn't something that we talked about. Um, I know I keep saying that, but I can't quite stress it enough. It just, it was unspoken. And at school, I mean, that was just a whole other thing. Like, God forbid you happen to have your period in high school. Like, I remember, you know, if one of the um, boys happened to find a pad, it would always end up stuck to the front of someone's locker with, like, blood crudely drawn on it with, like, tomato sauce or something. Um And, you know, it wasn't even the boys making fun of the girls. It was the girls making fun of the girls. I remember one time I had a tampon in my dress pocket and one of my best friends went to get something out of my pocket or put something in my pocket and she felt the shape of the tampon there and she's like, oh, is that a tampon? And I said, no, it's not. And she's like, Lauren's got a tampon and everyone was laughing and it just, I just remember wanting to crawl into a hole and die. Um, yeah, just having your period was just this really shameful thing and it was like, the lengths you would go to to hide it were just extreme. So that was my my you know teenage experience with periods. It was it was just not something. It was something embarrassing, something shameful, something you didn't want to talk about, something you didn't want to draw attention to. And then when I was around like 17, 18, everyone was going on the pill. Now I don't know what it was like for other countries. Um, But I know that in Australia, in the 2000s, the pill was just handed out like candy. I mean, I hope it's not still handed out the way it was then, but it wasn't even for, um, you know, birth control. Like it was if you had bad acne, go on the pill. If your periods were painful, go on the pill. If um, you wanted to skip your period, go on the pill. You know, it was just... Like everyone I knew, you could just go to the doctor and get put on the pill straight away. You didn't need permission. Uh, Yeah. And I have to say, as a parent of a daughter now and pregnant with my second daughter, I feel a bit strongly about that. And it would certainly be a conversation that I would want to have with my daughters before they got prescribed 
um, the pill as birth control because doctors were just not telling you all the other effects that that came along with it, the side effects. Um, and that's not a dig at the medical industry. It's just I just feel like I was handed the pill and told to go on it and that was that. It wasn't like, hey, you know, there's a proper way to take this and this and that. Uh, but, yeah, so when we figured out that we could skip um, our periods with the pill, it was like the best news we'd ever heard. Um, I wasn't on the pill for birth control. I was on the pill because I wanted to skip my periods. And for years, so starting from when I was about 18, 19, I think I was 19, um, until my late 20s, I would skip my period constantly. And it was just what I did. And I didn't have any breakthrough bleeding. I know that it was common um, for some some women to have breakthrough bleeding if they skipped periods, but with me, for whatever reason, I didn't. Um, and so I just never really got my period and it was fucking great. <laughs> like I was stoked. Um, and I, I think I would, I would feel guilty every once in a while and I would think, oh, you know, I really should stop taking the pill and just have a week of my period. And I would stop taking the pill for two days. I would get my period and then I would immediately think, fuck, I hate this. And I would start taking the pill again. So I'd probably only have my period sporadically maybe once a year for like two or three days. Um, but yeah, it just it was just something that was intrusive and annoying and got in the way. Um, and something that I really tried to avoid. So then this is years later, um, after my relationship fell apart with my daughter's dad, um, I was talking to my sister and my sister's quite, um, alternative, I guess, in a way she's, not well, not alternative these days, but quite into, um, you know, natural health and uh, all that kind of stuff. Whereas I've always been um, <laughs> the opposite, you know, where she would be vegetarian and eating organic. I used to smoke and drink Red Bull and, you know, all that stuff. I just used to trash my body basically. Um, <laughs> I don't anymore. You'll be pleased to know. <laughs> but back then when I was younger, I did. Uh, but yeah, we were having this conversation and she said to me, are you still on the pill? And I said, yeah, of course. And she's like, why? <laughs> like, uh, you know, I guess alluding to the fact that I wasn't in a relationship anymore and I also wasn't dating at that time. I certainly wasn't sleeping with anyone. Um, so in terms of birth control, I really didn't need to be on it. Uh, and I, I remember feeling really defensive and I was like, I'm on the pill because I like the pill, you know. I have painful periods I mean, to be fair, I didn't even know if I had painful periods because I never really had them. Um, but, yeah, I just remember thinking, like, don't you dare try and take the pill away from me. <laughs> you know, it was – the pill was another way for me to have control. Um, and, yeah, I just said, no, I, you know, of course I'm still on the pill and I'm not planning on coming off it. And she said, well, she's like, you really might want to consider coming off the pill because um, – you know, there's been some links to birth control and anxiety and, uh, you know, like you just might want to think about it. And I I was like, yeah, okay. But in my head, I'm like, no, <laughs> I won't be doing that. 
But then I guess she'd kind of planted this seed because a couple of months went by and then I started reading this book called The Way of the Happy Woman by Sarah Avant Stover. I will link it in the show notes. It's a great book. Um, But because during that time I kind of went on this journey of self-discovery after my relationship broke up and, you know, I was trying to find out more about my sexuality and about who I was and what I wanted and, um, you know, I kind of, I felt like I needed to figure out who I was before I started dating again. Um, and yeah, I just, I just was trying to read everything I could about sort of just rediscovering your womanhood, I guess. Um, because also during the time, during pretty much most of my relationship with Lila's dad, I had had pretty much no sex drive at all. Um, and I don't know if that was anxiety related. That may have been a factor, but even pr- prior to anxiety issues, I still didn't have much of a libido. Um, but yeah, so I read this book and she spoke a lot about, um, you know, the seasons and how we can relate the seasons to our menstrual cycle, you know, so winter being the time that we bleed um, and like that kind of thing and how how women are cyclical beings, Um you know, and our cycles connect to like the moon cycles. And it just, I guess it's such a beautifully written book, but the way that it all stuck out to me was like, I can embrace the different seasons of my life as well as the different seasons of my cycle. And it just, it really interested me. Um, And she spoke about using sort of more environmentally friendly products, things like menstrual cups. And I read about them with this disgusted fascination. <laughs> like, Because for me, tampons um, were better than pads because tampons were like I had to look at my blood less, whereas with a pad it was like all there for you to see, you know. And so tampons were like bleed inside yourself and then get rid of it straight away. Um, so this idea of having a menstrual cup that collected your menstrual blood and so that you could see it all, it just it really, I was fascinated by it but also quite disturbed by it, <laughs> honestly, because I just, yeah, like I said, my relationship with periods had been one of great, great shame. Um, and... So I read the book and I thought about coming off the pill and I kind of played with the idea and then I started doing a bit more research, um, read a few more books. My sister directed me to Claire Baker, who is on Instagram. I will link her in the show notes as well. Um, She has some really cool stuff about periods and she's also written a book about periods, which is amazing. And I will be giving to my daughter while holding a conversation with her about periods. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so... I I decided I was going to do it. I was going to come off the pill. I spoke to one of my best friends about it um, and I was excited. I was like, I'm going to do this. So I stopped taking the pill. I downloaded this app called Clue, um, which you can pay for, but I just use the free version and the free version is great. And I was going to track my symptoms every day, how I felt. I was going to start tracking my cycle. Um And yeah, I was just, I was excited about this journey. So I went off the pill and I had a total meltdown. (laughs) I, I don't remember this, but my best friend reminded me of it recently. 
She said, remember when you went off the pill and you were a hot mess? (laughs) She's like, you were panicked. Um, You were, you know, you were having intense anxiety. You were worried. You were, you were crying a lot. You were all over the place. I would like to point out that during that time, like I said, I was going through a breakup and I was finding myself. So there was a lot of stuck emotion there, I guess. And maybe coming off the pill was a bit of a release for that emotion. But also, you know, it had been ages since I'd been off the pill and my body was not like I wasn't ready for the emotions that came. But I stuck with it. And after about a week and a half, it eased. I had a period nearly straight away. Um, And then when that period stopped, I felt more energetic. I felt happier. I felt calmer. Um, I, I felt like I just wanted to go to the gym and slam out a workout. Like I just felt quite alive. And then I got my second period and it was very heavy and very painful. And I couldn't believe how much blood I was losing. And I was like, this is not okay. This is not good. (laughs) If this is what my periods are going to be like, I don't want to do this. So I went back on the pill. I was back on the pill for I'm not kidding you. It was two days (laughs) and my moods were insane. Now, I certainly don't recommend this because obviously what I was doing was introducing hormones and then detoxing hormones or I guess not detoxing, but you know what I mean? Like taking a pill and then not taking a pill and then taking a pill and then not taking a pill. Not good. Not recommended (laughs) by anyone. Um, But I just, I guess at that time, I just couldn't decide what I wanted to do. You know, it was like I wanted to have control back again. I didn't like not being able to control my body bleeding. Um, so I went back on the pill and I just, I was losing it. I was so furious. I was so angry. I had a fight with my ex and I was, I was unable to regulate myself. Um, I just, I was flying off the handle. I was not okay. And I journaled that second night. And I said to myself, what am I doing? Like, why am I so desperately trying to have this false sense of control? So I stopped taking the pill again. (laughs) Again, this is not recommended. If you're going to stop taking the pill, stop taking it. Don't stop, start, stop, start. But yes, I stopped taking the pill and um, I haven't looked back, honestly. I went from using tampons exclusively to using a menstrual cup um, and period underwear. I know some people are still weirded out by the idea of period underwear, but can I just tell you it has been one of the best, the best transitions that I've made. Um, I use the brand Modi Body, but there are so many out there now, especially. Um, and I also use Lunette cup for my menstrual cup. And that was quite an adjustment, getting used to a menstrual cup. Um, I remember looking at it and thinking, how am I going to get this in me? <laughs> like it just seemed really weird. And I sort of had to get in the shower and, and really kind of play around and, um, you know, find a fold that worked the best way for me, uh, find 
a way of insertion that worked the best for me because for some people it's better to do it in the shower, for some people it's better to do it squatting. Um, you know, people do it in different ways. Uh, and yeah, I, I had to end up, sorry, I don't know if you can hear, but pigs rolling on the yoga mat next to me. Um, I had to snip the end off the lunette cup as well, because there is a little bit that, um, hangs down so that you can pull, pull on it, um, and then squeeze it to sort of release the, um, suction. But with me, the, the little stick bit was just annoying. So I just ended up snipping it off, um, which you can do. There are different sizes that you can get depending on your flow level. And that was the other thing as well. When I came off the pill, I actually realized what my periods were actually like. Whereas before I just had absolutely no idea. One moment, I'm just going to kick P out of the room. So I finally got a sense of how my body feels when I have my period and how my body feels when I'm ovulating, how my body feels when, um, oh, excuse me, when I have just finished my period. Um, whereas before that, I just, I had no sense of my cycles. Um, the Clue app was invaluable for tracking my cycles. I still use that to this day, although, well, I will say I've stopped using it now that I'm pregnant. Um, but prior to falling pregnant, I was using it to track. Uh, and again, I still, I use the free version. I've never used the paid um, and the free version is great. Um, you can add as much detail as you want. Uh, and it was amazing for me to have a sense of knowing when my period was going to come, not because it was due that day, but because I knew exactly how my body felt. And you realize that there's a pattern to everything. There's a cycle to everything. And it's kind of nice relinquishing control to your body. Whereas like I said before, being somebody who'd had panic disorder, I had tried to um, assert control over my body at every turn. I was always trying to control my body because I felt like I couldn't trust my body to have my back, <laughs> you know, because it's, it was having panic attacks randomly. I would have diarrhea. I would have, you know, the toilet urgency and just, I was always worried about what my body was doing. Whereas with my period, my body showed me that it's, it's intelligent, it's beautiful, it follows a pattern um, and I can step back and allow my body to just do what it is made to do. Um, and that was a really important lesson for me. In terms of toilet anxiety, it helped me to not only feel like I could trust my body, but I found that during my periods, when I was using my uh, period underwear and at night I would use like this, this sort of thick pair of period underwear that are really quite soothing. Whereas in the day I would use a thinner pair um, and I use them along with the cup. I don't just use exclusively use period underwear, but you can do that as well. Um, I found that I felt so much more secure during that week. Even if I was bleeding, even if I was in a bit of pain, um, you know, even if I had like a bit of a headache or back pain or, you know, those kind of things, I found that I, 
I just had this feeling of security um, and I, I trusted the fact that I'm wearing period underwear to kind of carry me through. It sounds bizarre, but it just, it's this feeling that I'd never had before. Um, and when I started dating Anthony, I was using period underwear and I was using menstrual cups. Um, and I remember thinking, God, like, he's going to think this is so weird. Um, to his credit, I think he did, he did think it was weird, but he also was quite, um, quite open to it all and was like, okay, well, if that's what you do, then cool. Um, and I had gotten to a stage where I wasn't ashamed anymore. Like I did, I was worried because I was like, mm, how's this going to sound to a new partner? But also I had this, like I had my body's back as well. And I thought this is, this is how I respect my body. This is how I honor my femininity. This is how I nurture myself. Um, and if someone else is not okay with that, then I'm not okay with them. <laughs> and yeah, it, it just, it gave me this stronger sense of self and this stronger resolve, which I hadn't had before because shame was such a big thing for me. It was such a crippling thing for me. It was such an uncomfortable thing for me. And it was something that I was constantly trying to avoid feeling. Um, whereas, you know, coming to a place where I accepted my periods and my menstrual cycle, releasing that element of shame was just such a weight lifted off my shoulders. It just honestly felt so good. And it has helped me as well in the way that I parent. My daughter knows what my menstrual cup is. Um, she's seen me sanitize it before. Um, she knows what my period underwear is. She asks questions. I always answer her openly. Um, I remember she did cry when she was two <laughs> and she didn't like the idea of bleeding when she got older. Um, so she was, you know, maybe a little bit young at that point, but I, I always aim to have an open dialogue with her about it because if I can help her to not feel ashamed of her body, then I will. Um, I don't want her to go to high school and feel terrified that her, her body is going to do what a woman's body is supposed to do. I don't want her to feel embarrassed by that. I don't want her to feel afraid. I want her to stand in her knowing that this is, this is the way her body works and that's beautiful and it's amazing. And um, the resources from people like Claire Baker and Nat Kringudos, Kringudos sorry if I'm saying that wrong, um, again, I will link all this, <laughs> um, resources from these women that teach you how to honor each part of your cycle. I mean, that's information that I definitely want my daughters to have because I want them to know that there are times in the month when they need to slow down. And then there are times in the month when they can be juicy and creative and energetic. And then there are times when they can be a little bit more introverted. Um, and that's just the way that women's bodies are. That's it's, it's not like we're supposed to be go, 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 hustle, hustle, grind, grind all the time. That's not the way we are built. And I think that is one of the biggest gifts that, um, rediscovering my menstrual cycle or I should say discovering <laughs> discovering my menstrual cycle has given me um is just that that sacred knowing that it's okay sometimes for me to slow down and for me to go inward 
Um, and it's okay for me to sometimes feel more social and feel more energetic and feel like doing a weights workout. And other times it's okay for me to just want to do gentle yin yoga and just lie on a pillow with my eyes closed. It's, it's all good to have the all encompassing um, cycles. It doesn't always need to be one way. And unfortunately, the world isn't built to support that in women yet, but we are getting there. I think we are getting there with every new brand that brings out a pair of period underwear with more knowledge about menstrual cups, with more women speaking out about how to honor their cycle. We are getting there. Um, I remember seeing a Libra ad a couple of years ago where they actually showed blood. They showed period blood on TV and it was the first time that period blood had ever been shown on TV. Uh, Because before that, it was something to hide, something to be ashamed of, something to pretend didn't happen. And I remember thinking, yes, (laughs) finally, like we need to normalize this stuff. Um, It was a really interesting thing for me to to start using a menstrual cup and to, to see my period blood. Because before that, it was something that I hadn't really looked at. Um, I know if you are somebody who feels sort of disturbed by that, feels disgusted by that. It, it's jarring to hear and it's uncomfortable and unsettling. But if you are somebody who deals with panic, anxiety, body shame, I mean, hell, if you are somebody who has periods, I think that it is really, really valuable to get to know your cycle in a way that you haven't um, because you're really doing your body a disservice by uh, – by shrouding such an important part of your womanhood in shame. Um, Now, I don't want to touch too much on this episode about um, the pill and links to anxiety because I am not a medical professional, as I always stress. I... I don't know what the right thing is to say other than my own experience was that when I was on the pill, I didn't have any sex drive um, and I felt quite numb within my own body, honestly. When I was off the pill, I noticed that everything ebbed and flowed, that I went up and I went down. Um, And it was so nice to suddenly be able to feel again rather than just to have this sort of nothingness. And I also noticed that I actually have a sex drive. (laughs) Um, I honestly thought that I wasn't a sexual person and that, you know, it was something that uh, was for men and not for women and that it was just not the way that I was built. Um, But, like, coming off the pill, I discovered that that was just – um, it was just silenced that part of me. Um, and it was really nice to sort of find that out about myself that I do have sort of wants and desires. And, um, I have this energy that is sometimes there, sometimes not there, depending on the time of the month. But, um, and that was really, really nice to discover. Um, so I guess like if I really had to put anxiety into the equation, I would say that, on the whole, being off the pill has been so much better for me um, in terms of my anxiety in general than being on the pill. And I will say that I spoke to a doctor about it not long ago 
and he said that he said, I want to be clear about that, (laughs) it was a male, said the pill has no side effects. And I remember sitting there thinking, here's someone who's never taken the pill, who will never take the pill, who's telling me, who spent years on the pill, that it has no side effects. So I do just want to say be careful with who you um, who you trust with your body um, and don't let somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about tell you how something is going to affect you. Um, you know, whether or not that's a, a good medical professional or not, I feel like a good medical professional wouldn't admit or wouldn't claim that something has no side effects if they cannot be sure about that. I think all you would need to do would be to survey a hundred women and ask, does the pill have any side effects? And I'm pretty sure that most of them would say yes. Uh, So yeah, just, I'm just going to leave that there and you can just do what you will with that. Um, But yeah, so I, I, I really, encourage you to go check out Claire Baker on Instagram, um, Nat Kringudis, uh, Sarah Avantstover as well. There are some wonderful, wonderful people. There's another book that I can't think of. Uh, the name will come to me later, but it's a beautiful book. Oh, it's called Come As You Are. I'm just trying to see who it's by. So Emily Nagoski. Um, the surprising new science that will transform your sex life. It is such an interesting book. It is beautifully written. But yeah, I will link all this in the show notes. Please go check it out. Uh, If you are wanting to get, uh, if you are wanting to get more in touch with your menstrual cycle, I highly recommend going and checking out these women And, um, yeah, like download the Clue app or download any period tracking app and start really getting to terms with your cyclical nature. Uh, I I honestly was one of the best things that I've done for my self-love, for my self-worth, for my issues with shame and for just really feeling more like myself. Thank you for listening to the Us Anxious Folk podcast, the podcast for the chronically overwhelmed, perpetually panicked, anxious folk in all of us. If you would like to find more about me, you can find me on YouTube at Lauren Rose or on Instagram at Lauren R underscore Rose.